Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 25th of October, 2021. In InfoSec news this week, the Avos Locker ransomware gang is claiming that it breached tech giant Gigabyte and has leaked a sample of what it claims are files stolen from the Taiwanese company's network. They are offering to sell the rest. On Wednesday, the gang posted a press release announcing it had purportedly gutted the motherboard slash server maker, though it didn't say when or how. These leaked files, obtained by multiple journalists, appear to contain confidential details regarding deals with third-party companies and identifiable information about employees. Journalists have reached out to Avos Locker for more information about the breach and to Gigabyte themselves, but as of time of writing, there has been no reply. In Avos Locker's original announcement, they refer to a non-disclosure agreement between Gigabyte and Barracuda Networks. The NDA is dated June 2007 and is signed on behalf of Barracuda by Draco, which, if authentic, presumably refers to Barracuda co-founder Dean Draco. To quote the release, Gigabyte Incorporated suffered a breach, and this is a sample of the files we've downloaded from their network. Barracuda NDA and full directory list leaked in sample. Reportedly, an independent security researcher affiliated with the company has viewed the contents of a leaked 14.9 megabyte file called proof.zip, which was purportedly exfiltrated from Gigabyte. The researcher said it contained a number of sensitive documents, including personal credit card details, fortunately likely expired as the folder is from 2014, password and username details, employee payroll details, HR agreements with consultants, as well as full names, images and CVs, information on more than 1,500 job candidates, including full names, CVs, resumes and applications, also Zoom details and what appears to be personal information on each candidate, and a zip folder containing an NDA and information of a deal with Barracuda Networks worth over $100,000. In addition to Barracuda Networks, the leak includes various data from the following well-known companies, Amazon, Best Buy, Blackmagic, Blizzard, Intel and Kingston. A number of screenshots were shared showing file trees from the dump, and unless somebody pays to unlock the files, it's anybody's guess as to what's actually in them. But according to a researcher from BreachQuest, the names suggest that the threat actor focused on quality, a departure from ransomware attackers' typical focus on grabbing anything and everything. Gigabyte designs and manufactures motherboards for both AMD and Intel platforms, and also produces graphics cards and notebooks in partnership with AMD and NVIDIA, including NVIDIA's Turing chipsets and AMD's Vega and Polaris chipsets. There have been suggestions that if this leak turns out to include Gigabyte's master keys, the keys which identify hardware manufacturers as the original developer, threat actors could, in theory, use them to force hardware to download fake drivers. BIOS updates or more, as happened with the SolarWinds attack. At this point, researchers have only found two .key files and a few .crt files, suggesting that this breach may contain no or very little data from the security and tech departments, according to the write-up. However, if Gigabyte does revoke any keys in the near future, we need to keep this possibility in mind and keep aware. The Conti Ransomware Affiliate Program appears to have altered its business plan rather drastically recently. Organizations infected with Conti's malware who refuse to negotiate a ransom payment are typically added to Conti's victim shaming blog, where confidential files stolen from victims may be published or sold. Sometime over the past week, however, the cybercriminal syndicate updated its victim shaming blog to indicate that it is now selling access to many of the organizations that it has breached. To quote the release, we are looking for a buyer to access the network of this organization and sell data from their network. 
reads the confusingly worded message inserted into multiple recent victim listings on their shaming blog. It's unclear what prompted these changes, or what Conti hopes to gain from the move. It's also not obvious why they would advertise having hacked into companies if they plan on selling that access to extract sensitive data going forward. Conti have not currently responded to requests for comment by journalists. To quote one release, I wonder if they are about to close down their operation and want to sell data or access from an in-progress breach before they do. But it's somewhat stupid to do so, as this way you will alert the companies that they have a breach ongoing. This unexplained shift comes as policymakers in the United States and Europe are moving forward on efforts to disrupt some of the top ransomware gangs. Reuters recently reported that the US government was behind ongoing hacking operations which penetrated the computer systems of Revil, a ransomware affiliate group which is comparable to Conti in terms of aggressiveness and ruthlessness in dealing with its victims. What's more, Revil was among the first ransomware groups to start selling its victims' data. Revil's darknet victim-shaming site remains offline, in response, a representative for the Conti gang reportedly posted a rant back on the 22nd of October to a Russian-language hacking forum denouncing the attack on Revil as the unilateral, extraterritorial and bandit-mugging behaviour of the United States in world affairs. A newly identified rootkit has been discovered with a valid digital signature issued by Microsoft, which is used to proxy traffic to internet addresses of interest to the attackers for over a year now, but primarily targeting online gamers in China. Cybersecurity company Bitdefender named the malware 5sys, calling out its possible credential theft and in-game purchase hijacking motives. The Windows manufacturer has since revoked the signature, following responsible disclosure, quoting, Digital signatures are a way of establishing trust. A valid digital signature helps the attacker navigate around the operating system's restrictions on loading third-party modules into the kernel. Once loaded, the rootkit allows its creators to gain virtually unlimited privileges. Rootkits are both evasive and stealthy as they offer most threat actors an entrenched foothold onto victim systems and conceal their malicious actions from operating systems as well as from anti-malware solutions, typically enabling adversaries to maintain extended persistence even after OS reinstallation or replacement of the hard drive itself. In the case of 5sys, the malware's main objective is to redirect and route internet traffic for both HTTP and HTTPS connections to certain malicious domains under the attacker's control via a custom proxy server. The rootkit operators also employ the practice of blocking the loading of drivers from competing groups using a signature block list of stolen certificates to prevent them from taking control of the machine. In order to make potential takedown attempts more difficult, the rootkit comes with a built-in list of 300 domains on the .xyz top-level domain. These appear to be generated randomly and stored in an encrypted form inside the binary. This development marks the second time wherein malicious drivers with valid digital signatures issued by Microsoft through the Windows Hardware Quality Labs, or WHQL signing process, have managed to slip through the cracks. In late June 2021, German cybersecurity company GData disclosed details of another rootkit dubbed NetFilter and tracked by Microsoft as Retlifton, which, like 5sys, also targeted primarily gamers in China. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here, and thank you very much for listening.